Welcome to Technovation, I'm Peter High. My guest today is Marta Zaraga, the Global Chief Information Officer of Capital Group, one of the largest asset management firms in the world with over $2 trillion in assets under management. In this role, Marta is accountable for all technology within the organization, including cybersecurity, innovation, architecture, infrastructure, operations, and development. Prior to joining Capital Group, Marta was a Chief Information Officer at three other companies, including most recently at Aviva. In this interview, we discuss Marta's experience onboarding into her new role virtually, how Capital Group has given flexibility to its employees during the pandemic so that they can best serve the customers, and how the company has adjusted to a mobile workforce. We discuss aspects of work that are done better face-to-face than remotely, Capital Group's ambitions to expand more into Europe and Asia, the different experiences Marta has had across her four CIO roles, and a variety of other topics. If you enjoy Technovation, please consider reading my new book, Getting to Nimble, How to Transform Your Company into a Digital Leader. The book's available now on Amazon. As a special offer to our CXO listeners, if you purchase 50 or more books for your team, I'd be happy to join your team for a group discussion on it. To learn more, write us at info at metastrategy.com or visit gettingtonimble.com. And now for a word from our partner, Aptio. Sales teams have CRM systems. Human resources leverage HRM systems. What about the CIO, who needs to evolve from a technology expert to a business strategist? In this digital-first world, CIOs and their CFO counterparts must ensure technology decisions are made to deliver business value. It's easier said than done. That's why Aptio, the market leader in technology business management, is committed to helping companies manage, plan and optimise their technology spend. After all, champions of change need actionable insights they can trust. Learn more at aptio.com. And now on to the interview. Martha Zaraga, welcome to Technovation. It's great to speak with you today. Thank you, Peter. Excellent. Well, Martha, uh, I thought we'd begin with the company you work with. You are uh, the Chief Information Officer of Capital Group. And I wonder if you could take a moment and describe for those who may not, may not be familiar with uh, the Capital Group, uh, maybe a brief overview of the company's business, please. Capital Group is uh, one of the largest uh, asset management uh, companies in the world. Uh, we have over uh, two trillion of assets under management, and it's a it's a large global uh, organization, very much focused on the, uh, on securing the long term view and success of our customers. That's excellent. And can you talk a bit about, as no two CIO roles are exactly the same, talk a bit about your role as Chief Information Officer. What does it entail in your case? Uh, that is true. I think uh, <laughs> over my career, every single CIO job has had a, a different flavor to it. But uh, for Capital Group, uh, this is a full, complete uh, CIO scope. So uh, I am accountable for all technology matters uh, within the organization including uh, cybersecurity, including innovation, and all of the traditional um, uh, groups that you would have in a CIO organization, like architecture and infrastructure and operations and development. So a full-blown scope. Excellent, excellent. And uh, one of the fascinating things about your, uh, your tenure is that it has been under quarantine. In fact, uh, the company is based on the West Coast of the United States, and you are, I believe, currently taking this call in London. You've spent most of your time uh, with the Capital Group, not only uh, in a different country, but a but an ocean away as well. Talk, talk a bit about what that process was like onboarding in this most unusual fashion. Well, this is definitely not what I was expecting when I uh, signed to join 
uh, capital group. So, uh, as you said, uh, most of my team uh, and the headquarters for Capital Group are uh, in California. Uh, I am still living in London and uh, I am eight hours away in terms of time difference. And uh, above everything, I am a very, very social person. So at this moment in time, I would probably have spent months and months having breakfast, lunch, dinner with people uh, from the team. I would have already been everywhere around the globe, but I have actually spent all of this time in video calls. So this has been an experience, and I think I'm learning loads of things that are going to be with me for the rest of my uh, life, probably. I mean, there are things like, uh, well, I've created a routine where I, I actually love having the mornings for me. I prepare for my meetings. I read the emails overnight. And, uh, and this really works for me. And, uh, capital has been really, really good to me. I mean, I don't really need to do any meetings at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or in the middle of the night. So I have actually made this work for me. And the company has totally embraced the fact that I am eight, nine hours difference, uh, with, uh, with them. But there are other things like, uh, um, because all of my human interactions are 45 minutes long on a video. I am really spending time thinking about what is the message that I want to land and how do I best land this message and how do I best communicate to people. So I, this has been a, a learning opportunity for me in so many levels. Yeah, it's so interesting that uh, the the whole concept of time changes when when the the manner in which you are meeting with your colleagues changes so much as well. You know, I know from our past conversations that you've you've indicated that one of the very unusual aspects, in a positive way, uh, of the Capital Group is its culture and its focus on people. You talked about the care that the team has taken to make sure that you are not doing overnight calls just because you are so many hours ahead, for example. I wonder if you could talk about some of the other ways in which the culture has shown itself, especially during these very trying times. Well, I would say that uh, in Capital Group, everybody is incredibly uh, conscientious. Everybody really thinks about uh, uh, how to make our customers successful, uh, how to make the rest of the organization successful. and uh, and including all of the people that work for uh, the organization. So I think all of these things have come to play. I mean, the whole organization has gone beyond uh, our way uh, in terms of making every single customer, making every single associate, providing the flexibility required to everybody to make sure that um, we are fulfilling our promises to our customers and that we are being sensible, flexible, giving everybody the opportunity to balance uh, work and uh, and the family commitment. So so I think absolutely everything that um, uh, Capital Group stands for is coming out during this time of crisis, I would say. And I wonder, as you contemplate, hopefully sooner rather than later, a return to some sort of normalcy and the ability to actually have the breakfast, lunches, and, di- lunches and dinners that you mentioned, exactly. and to meet people in person, and all, all these sorts of things. Um, what sort of lessons are you drawing from this experience? One that no one would have asked for, but has led to different ways of working, different uh, understanding of how we interact together virtually. Uh, what are some of the lessons that you think will will remain even beyond uh, 
into the next normal, so to say? Well, what I would say is that probably like every company, we are learning about this situation. Uh, but, uh, but what I would say is, I remember when I interviewed uh, for Capital Group, I mean, Capital is a very um, in-the-office organization. And all of a sudden, from one way to another, um, we, we are all working from home. We are all working remotely. And the organization has really raised to it. I mean, our productivity is really high. Um, we, we slow down some things, but actually we have done so much uh, and the business has done really well as well. So uh, I think we are learning that we can do this. We can all be much more flexible uh, and that we can we can adopt a lot of these new tools and ways of working. Having said that, uh, I think there are certain things, and, and this is my personal opinion uh, as well, which, which aligns very much with uh, uh, the capital group values and, and ways of doing things. I mean, I believe that there are certain things that are much better done face-to-face. I think building relationships is much easier when you are face-to-face. Um, and I can definitely talk about that. Um, I think being creative, like creating a strategy, for example, there is nothing like um, being face-to-face. There is nothing like being in front of a whiteboard, uh, which is much more difficult when you are uh, in a remote environment. And I would say the third thing is um, preserving the culture of an organization is probably done much better when you are face to face. So I think there will be lessons that are coming out of all of this, but I don't think we will fully go into uh, remote working. I think that that more flexibility, but going back to the office, uh, certainly. Yeah, very interesting insights and, and some deep thoughts about those areas that are best done in person so that as you parse out when to be where, uh, that you're cognizant of those things once there is a greater degree of flexibility between those. Um, I wanted to ask you a bit about some of the areas of strategic focus for you and your team. Now, a number of months into your role, and uh, no doubt uh, you have your fingerprints perhaps on your first uh, uh, strategy, would love to understand some of the areas that you, that you and the team have prioritized. Well, it is not only about uh, the technology plans. I mean, the the whole organization, all of the business units uh, have uh, big uh, growth plans and uh, and how to support that growth incredibly important for us. I mean, we we have already announced that we are doing, we are launching some new products, new vehicles like ETFs that has been on the press already. So very much focus on that. Uh, very much focus on the expansion of Europe and Asia. So we have been very, even though we are a very global organization and we have investors everywhere, um, the organization has been very uh, US centric, but we are really uh, emphasizing Europe and Asia. So uh, what does that mean uh, for us? How are we going to support that growth? Uh, how are we going to develop that global uh, operating model uh, in a in a more scalable way. So it's all about growth and it's all about how to best support that growth. Uh, and to that, I include things like uh, uh, machine learning and all of the work that we are doing to support all of our investors. I mean, more and more, uh, we, we get more data. We have to um, be able to consume more, more data in a very effective and efficient way. So how can we apply some of those new technologies 
to support investors, for example, and analysts uh, in their decisions. So it is a super exciting uh, agenda. And as I was saying earlier on, I mean, one of the reasons why I joined Capital Group is because this long-term view on how to do uh, things, uh, it allows us to make decisions that really are true, truly long-term, um, thinking about the the success of the organization of our customers. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, so you, you've highlighted machine learning as an area of focus. Uh, you, I know you've also talked about the advances to the cloud, the better use of data, uh, that these are, are important areas for the organization, both to uh, aid, as you point out, uh, technology's role in aiding the broader strategy of the of the organization, while also uh, ensuring that yours is an organization that is scalable and modern and and nimble in the various ways that are appropriate as well. So it sounds like a number of steps have been made in that direction since you've joined. That that is uh, that is correct, and we are watching all of the big uh, tech trends as well. So. Uh, as I was saying, we, we will see what happens when COVID uh, turns back into normality. And uh, also very much watching things like, uh, I mean, what is happening with the geopolitical environment, where the regulators are going, uh, everything around climate change, uh, blockchain, quantum technology. So there are, there are lots of uh, big trends uh, that we can see right now. And, uh, and I think it will be it will be interesting to see uh, how it all develops moving forward. Yeah. I wanted to also ask you, this is your, if I have the count correct, uh, your fourth role as a chief information officer after uh, leadership positions at Aviva, Vodafone, and British Telecom. Um, you have worked in multiple countries. Uh, you have, uh, as I say, bit, bit, you're a seasoned technology chief. Uh, as someone who's sort of a global citizen at this point, uh, someone who has lived in many places, has been a leader in so many places, I, I wonder if, um, and forgive a rather broad question to allow you to take it where you wish, what sort of lessons you draw about uh, the similarities and differences uh, based upon industries and countries and cultures in which you've operated? Uh, that is a broad question. So I... Uh uh, I would say I have personally evolved uh, as a as a CIO as well. I mean, my my first uh, jobs uh, as CIO they were highly operational. I mean, when I was a CIO in uh, BT, um, I mean, big technology transformations, uh, very large scale telecoms organization. I mean, we we launched TV. We Digitized the organization. We transformed all of the call centers. So, so very heavy lifting. And I, I moved that, uh, into, uh, Vodafone as well. Very large heavy lifting, uh, transformations. Uh, well, when I moved to, uh, Aviva, which is a, um, a financial services organization, a FTSE 30 organization, very regulated environment. So all of a sudden your role transforms itself. You still have to carry on doing all of the delivery, but you you become much more aware of regulation. You have to deal with regulation everywhere around the world. Uh, at the same time as you are doing cloud and, and you realize how different all of the countries are, um, you you have to manage risk in a different way. And then you come into a place like a capital group where you have all of the above. Uh, and then on top of that, you have these long-term view of the organization and 
what are those long-term investments uh, that the organization really requires and needs, which is also a difference between working for a public and a private organization, which I was really attracted by. Well, excellent. Well, Marta Zaraga, thank you so much for taking time with me today and sharing some perspectives on your most unusual uh, onboarding uh, at, a, at a very interesting company in Capital Group, a bit about some of the areas and uh, lessons from that experience, uh, your own strategy and, and how it fits into the broader strategy of the organization, and, and a bit about your, your career path as well. It's been a very nice conversation. Thank you, Peter. Thank you for inviting me.